boing, 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 boing. Oh, hell yeah. Welcome. It's a me to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man, as voted by a young boy in a small town in Japan called Yu Yoshihiro Morimoto. I think that was his name. I, I didn't meet that. I haven't seen that guy in a while. Anyways, we do this podcast every single Friday, right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. Today it is 3.12. We're going early because I have plans. Shout out to... Toad, I got canned. Today, day, Bitcoin, Alpi, Gaijas, Day, day, Toad, Infamy. I appreciate you guys being here, especially considering we're starting early. We usually start really late. What do I have to do after the podcast? It's so goddamn important. Well, I'm gonna go shoot some guns in the great country of America. In fact, if you live in America, you have more than just freedom. You have the ability. To win a free Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack, we are the only, we are the only podcast in the world that gives away weekly, on a weekly basis, free Ninja Lifestyle sticker packs. All you have to do is answer this question correctly. What is the deadliest insect in the world? The deadliest insect is also the deadliest critter. In the entire animal kingdom. It is humble. It kills more than 700,000 people every year. They also host a variety of nasty diseases, including malaria, dengue, West Nile, yellow fever, Zika, chikungunya, lymphatic filariosis, malaria, where in 2017, 435,000 people Die. Dietrich says the brown recluse. Day Day says mosquitoes. I got says mosquitoes. Bitcoin says the black widow. Dietrich says mosquito. Well, the answer once again is mosquitoes. And Day Day, for the third week out of four weeks, wins the free sticker pack. And I am the worst at sending Day Day stickers. It usually takes me up to a month to send him stickers because oftentimes he sends me his address and he likes to play this game. It's basically my trivia. He sends his address and leaves out one detail. He'll say like the city, but not the state and the zip code, or it'll be the city and the state and no zip code, or sometimes it'll just be nothing. And he'll just say, I want stickers. And it's up to me to figure out the missing blank. So you know what? It's kind of like a, 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 you get me, I get you. You don't know where you live. I don't know where I live. Eventually someone gets stickers or someone goes two months, they don't get any stickers. And that's... That's the the fault of the United States Postal Service. Anyways, after this podcast, I'm going out shooting some guns. All summer, we didn't shoot guns. It was way too hot. You go out to the middle of the desert, or at least I prefer to go way out to the middle of the desert where there's no rules. Of course, you can go to a shooting range and have some guy in tight pants who's buff but still has like gray hair but is weirdly buff. 80-year-old, 250-pound heavyweight champion tells you, don't, don't stand over the line. And you're like, dude, what? I'm drunk. What do you mean don't stand over the line? What? I came, I thought this was a shooting range. I thought I thought we were celebrating freedom. But all, all I have to do is set my gun down, re, recheck my chamber. Uh, I have some fucking buff guy hovering over me. So I prefer to go out to the middle of the desert. If you wanted to, it's illegal, but if you if you if you did and no one knew, then they wouldn't find out. You can drink a beer out there as long as you're safe. And uh the only 
I wouldn't say it's a drawback, but I always it always slows things down when you're going shooting with someone who hasn't shot guns before. So that's the case today. Me and Stems are going out with someone who's not super familiar with guns, and I don't mind it because we are we're really slow. You know, we teach slow, the basic safety, you know, very helpful. We explain not only the the what to do, but also why these rules exist. And uh, I think it it slows us down, but it's also kind of fun. Because there's a lot of people out there that don't have maps, (laughs) that don't have guns. They have no idea. The things I read online are absolutely ridiculous. I've seen these statistics where, like, do you know what? size hole ar-15 leaves in a human body and then it shows a, a it shows the moon with half of it with a nuclear bomb going off on it and you're like wait a minute this these bullets are smaller than a nine millimeter and they no they're not dude they're in a rifle yeah exactly they got to be smaller and go far they have to go far small they have to travel long distances small and skinny a lot of velocity no 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 they're basically have you ever had someone who doesn't know anything about guns try to tell you about guns that is it's always a humbling experience because i'm like oh shit you you know what you are the expert i remember uh it's always it's always when someone's really drunk at like a beer pong thing and like hey you know the difference between m16 and ak and i'm like uh yeah there's fuck there's literally everything literally everything is different no same bullet and i'm like no (laughs) no very different bullet no 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 i'm in the military which what what military the american the american military don't ask don't ask don't tell okay i'm in the military i know and you you didn't even tell me the difference moving on uh, a lot of you guys may have seen ninja review this week i mean you must have because there's been three episodes of ninja review I may have mentioned this last week. There was a surge in in views for that particular series, the Ninja Review series, uh, two weeks ago, and it came from out of nowhere. You know, we got uh, like fifty thousand views on one episode, and then fifty thousand views on the next episode, and then the next one I put out was back to none. It's back to zero. So I kind of wish I would have capitalized on that and put out a ton of Ninja reviews, like seven days a week, uh, realizing that whatever for whatever reason the algorithm push that particular theme and uh we don't really know why why they would push that theme but at first i thought it might have just been the words ninja review like ninja and then review two words and then the next one got nothing so then i thought maybe it was the hashtag ninja review and then a hashtag number but still nothing so i i more and more the more that i'm on youtube the more that i sort of just realize that there is no answer. No one has the answers. People just get lucky. We watch a lot of cooking shows on, uh, I stream on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Uh, we typically just watch YouTube videos and a lot of them are cooking videos and cooking is dominated by like the same four people, like four channels dominate like the cooking space, which I, I don't see that as much with skating. You know, obviously Thrasher's going to be on top, but if I'm scrolling through, if I'm scrolling down my my page, which used to be my subscriptions, but now it's the recommended page. If I'm scrolling down, I'll get the same video suggested every page length. So I'll, I'll scroll down. I'll see a video. I'll go, I don't want to watch that. I'll scroll down. It'll pop up again. I'll scroll down. It'll pop up again. I'll scroll down. It'll pop up again. So the algorithm's not not realizing 
that I don't want to watch that video, having had skipped it 5, 10, 20, 50 times, it keeps showing up. In fact, yesterday, two of the same videos showed up directly next to each other. So there's a huge problem with, with how they display things. And I imagine that's why Ninja Review got all those views. It was probably just exploding in people's feed and they could not get away from it. And I have no idea how to keep that happening because, you know, there, there was a time in YouTube where you'd go on like the YouTube Reddit or you'd read like your newsletter or even I used to have a partner manager and they would tell you like, oh, th this style of video is trending. Uh, this, this many minutes of videos are working better. This style of thumbnail is working the best. But now there's nothing. And if anyone does figure something out, they keep it to themselves. So I, I don't know how to break through, although we kind of are trying this week. Thursday, I put Ninja Review. Friday, today, we put Ninja Review. Tomorrow, Saturday, there's another, another Ninja Review. And I'm considering maybe next week, like my fear is that maybe one day Thrasher will just, will just hijack every single one of my fucking... Like, they'll, they'll charge me with copyright or whatever. They'll, they'll do a copyright violation uh, claim. But they have the ability to, to do that to fucking 50 of my videos because I have so many videos, which is part of the reason why I try to use the word commentate in every one of those because under fair use, it's like, oh, you're commentating their video. You're not simply stealing it. And I include a link to their videos. But I'm running out of content of, of kids to review, and I think it's... I don't think it's just because I go, everyone's lost interest. I think it's because people think I've quit YouTube. People are convinced I've quit YouTube. I used to have these guys who would submit a Ninja review every three months. Every three months they would submit one. I would give them advice. I would tell them what they did wrong, what they did right. Sometimes I would just blindly praise them because a, the, a lot of these guys submitting videos were really good. Oftentimes I would subscribe to their channel. But now they... Uh, they just don't come around anymore, and I don't think it's because people lose interest. And and it's it's possible. Maybe maybe people are losing interest, but there's no way that 99.9% .9 of people lost interest. So that was that was just my typical YouTube rant. We've been doing a lot of ninja reviews. If you haven't checked them out, please do check them out. I uh, I got a tattoo. Asian John came to town. We went out, had some drinks. Finally, finally got around to having my friend Asian John give me a tattoo and uh he gave me this this asian guy getting stabbed through the head with like japanese traditional colors bleeding what does it mean i don't know what it means everyone's like what does it mean what's the what's the deep meaning behind that and i'm like bro i don't even half of you don't even know what what uh like how to spell your your and and there and they and there have you don't know how to use apostrophes but suddenly everyone's a fucking japanese tattoo expert <clears throat> So uh, I don't know what it means. It has no meaning. It's just cool artwork done by my friend for a reasonable price. But I know a lot of people out there, if I had the chat room open right now, which it is not, a lot of people out there would say, well, you're a, you're a pussy. You're a weenie. Say, why? What do you mean I'm a weenie? I used the tattoo cream. I jacked off right before I got tattooed and rubbed it into my leg. No. I, uh, I used this cream I bought on Amazon that's supposed to numb numb the tattoo area. And it worked really well for like an hour. This guy was tattooing me, and Asian John is not gentle. He has the hammer hands. He, it's, a, it's a jackhammering needle going through your leg, going into the tattoo chair, through the ground, all the way to where this tattoo was created in Japan. He's trying to tell the motherland, 
by pressing so hard with the tattoo gun. He's trying to let them know that he's made it to America and he is tattooing um, Japanese traditional. So he, he's, a, he's a very painful artist in my opinion. So I put the, the cream on. I lay back. He starts tattooing. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, did you even start yet? He's like, yeah, dude, outline's halfway over. I'm like, bro, I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. He's like, well, I I noticed there's one part of your leg where we did not put the tattoo cream. And I was like, oh, well, shit, man. It probably, it's probably going to carry over. The, the cream probably spreads out and spreads across the leg. It's probably going to be fine. So uh, he starts tattooing there. And then, of course, I'm like, start complaining and i'm convinced people that do tattoos they they love when you complain they like it you want to know why i know that because they said that there was a guy at the tattoo shop named alex and he used these exact words john said this uh this tattoo numbing cream seems to raise the skin up a little bit so it feels like the skin is more like more tight so it makes me want to press the ink in further and then this guy walked up, Alex, he goes, well, uh, as a tattooer, my favorite part is really pushing the needle as far as I can into the leg and watching them in pain. And I was like, I can hear you. Like, I'm standing right next to you. What do you mean? Also, also, let me tell you guys this, this weird Twitch thing. A lot of the Twitch regulars would know this. I go into this one stream, a guy named Yuri. He speaks Portuguese and English and probably some other languages. But I learned a few phrases in Portuguese. I learned Feliz Aniversario, happy birthday. I learned Obrigado, which means uh, thank you. And basically, that's all I need to know. I know Mano, which is like my friend, my brother. What else do we know? Uh, bom dia, good day, boa noite, good night. You know, the classic. I just need to know like how to get to the bathroom and how to say happy birthday. You know, like survival Portuguese, as, as one could say. So, would, wouldn't you know that I hear this guy speaking Portuguese, and I'm like, ooh, I'm like, ooh, I wonder if I can say something he'll know. And he goes, hey, it's my birthday. <laughs> my birthday is uh, in three days. And I'm like, I'm like, yes, I've been training my whole life for this. Feliz aniversario. <laughs> it's the little things in life. The really little things that get you hyped up, man. I was so excited that I knew this word, uh, Feliz aniversario, and now... I want to learn how to say happy birthday in as many languages as possible. So if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to explain like explain how I can say happy birthday in your native language. I know we have people from all over the world, or maybe just some of you guys just know different languages. And tr try, I, I say this, try, I don't want this to come off as racist, but if you just put a bunch of fucking symbols in a, in a comment, I don't know what those symbols mean. I don't know how to sound them out. I don't even know how to learn how to sound them out. Like, the Spanish alphabet, mostly the same letters. Portuguese alphabet, mostly the same letters. You start getting into some other languages where everything kind of looks like a smiley face. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. So, it's a try and just, you know what? Just bear with me there. What else has been going on? Um, oh, yeah. I won some money this week. I say I won some money because I, I definitely didn't win a lot of money. I won some money. I went to see my buddy Ward at, uh, at his job. I haven't seen him in a while. Went in there to have one beer and leave. I went in there, I had one beer, and I left. But as I drank my beer, I put in a $20 bill to the slot machine. If you guys don't know, bars here have slot machines at pretty much every seat. So I put one in. I start playing this game. 
I play my money down to about 40 cents. I say, damn, I'm down to 40 cents. Well, let's just bet the whole 40 cents and get out of here. I hit bet. I win $80. And I'm excited. I'm ecstatic. I win $80. My new balance is $80 and 40 cents. I'm excited. I'm happy. And then I look down at the game and I think to myself, well, if I would have got one more uh, spot on a game called Kino, basically, if I would have gotten one more little dot, which is not unlikely, but not likely, it, it, it happens. If I would have gotten one more dot, I would have got $1,400. And I wonder if all humans have this thing where they go, like, it's, it's not like, like, listen, I, I left the bar and I'm up. I've won. I've won $80. I mean, I, I tipped... I tipped $15, so I'm up, what, $65. I've won $65. But in my mind, you walk out feeling like you lost $1,400. And that's, maybe that's just gambling. Maybe that's just addiction in a nutshell. But you go in there, you're like, I think, I think if I would have had one more spot, I would have won $1,400. And you tell yourself, well, you should be happy. You should be happy. You're, you're, you're up. You're winning. I think that's what gets people, uh, like stuck, like stuck gambling. They go, well, well, I, well, now that I'm up, I have 80 more dollars to keep trying. Beep, 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 beep. Keep trying for the 1400. I didn't fall for that. I'm not saying I've never fallen for it. I'm not, I'll, I'll never admit that I've like, I've won $200 and then gambled it all right back away. Like that's, that's actually not uncommon, but I was happy with myself this week. What else has been going on? Uh, so this is kind of funny. I'm, in my kitchen, just doing dishes or something, like maybe getting dog food, making a, a meal. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm doing something, and I hear this loud bang right outside my door. And right above my car, I have this little thin metal, like, carport that keeps my car out of the rain. And I go out there, and I look around. I can't see anything. And it was loud. It was a metal noise. So it sounded to me like someone took a big rock threw it straight up in the air, and it landed on top of my carport. And, of course, I'm just like, oh, you fucking dumbass kids. I hate those dumbass kids. They're little, they're little, they're little, what do they call them, little bottle-throwing kids from fucking uh, Julie, the Julian show? I, I See, whenever I'm doing this, I can't think of any of the names of what I'm trying to say. They're little, they're little bottle kids from the Julian show. Anyways, I'm thinking it was just some fucked-up kids like that. Turns out, uh, a few days later, I'm like, okay... I'm going in my garage. I need to use the grinder for something. I go to open my garage door. I go, I open it. One side opens. One side stays closed. And I go, well, that's unusual. So then I pull it a little harder. I'm like, well, I wonder if something fell down and is blocking the top because it's an old garage. It, it doesn't, it doesn't go up and fold. It just like, it just goes like, kind of, kind of dives into itself. So I try to open it. I can't open it. I'm looking in there with the flashlight. I can't figure out what's wrong. I finally just muscle my way through it, lift it all the way up. I find out there's these these springs, and the springs are there to make this 200-pound garage feel weightless. Didn't know that. I've never had to deal with these springs. I just thought like just I just thought garages just opened easily. Turns out that giant metal door is very fucking heavy. So I go to lift it up. I, I look. I see all oh, the springs broken. So I do a bunch of Google research. I do all this research. I say, okay, fuck, it's going to be hard to replace. Okay, whatever. The next day I go in there, I say, I want to take a better look at it. I start looking at it. I figure out, okay, this might be easy to replace. And lo and behold, I look behind it, and uh, this is my grandpa's house. Uh, his old house, my house now. It's I find a, a replacement spring. 
I say, oh joy. So I get this replacement spring. <clears throat> I get the first thing latched on. I figure out I figure out what to unscrew and how to do everything. You know, a little learning curve. Then I use the biggest muscles I have to fucking drag this 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 thousand pound spring. <clears throat> Pull it, hook it onto this thing, get it set up. I go, I, I grab it. I go, boing, boing, boing. I go, oh, it looks like it's in good order. I go to close my garage and then, pow. I break it again. <laughs> I break the second spring. Backup spring is now broken. I do a bunch more research. Turns out, so here's my initial research was, uh, let's figure out which size spring to get. And the size of spring goes with the weight of the garage. I say, oh damn, my garage is pretty heavy. I should get a heavy spring. And right before I hit buy, I, I saw something else. It said maximum spring length. Like how much can the spring sprung? Turns out, most of these springs can only sprung 18 inches. Then I go into my garage, I measure the the working spring. Its maximum length is 19 inches. So I say, oh, that's the reason I'm exploding these springs. So now I'm getting a new spring on Wednesday. I don't know why I decided to tell you guys that. I guess just if you hear a loud noise, don't blame bottle kids. Blame yourself. Blame the springs. And uh, I'm paying $30 to get this shit shipped by Home Depot. And when it gets here... I really hope it works, because if it doesn't, I don't think I'm going to be strong enough to open this garage much longer. In fact, I almost had this, I had this moment of panic. So to measure this, the, the working spring, I had to get into the garage and close the garage to, to measure the maximum spring distance. And once the garage is closed, there, you can no longer pull it open. Now I'm on the inside. I have to push it open, and there's no escape. So I'm pushing it open, and halfway through, I'm like, holy shit, this is like 300 pounds. I, have you ever seen American Ninja Warrior? There's one part where they have to they have to push they have to like deadlift this like thing like this mouse this guillotine mouse trap and then and then climb under. So I'm having to do that with my garage. I'm fucking lifting, just straining, sweating, dying, being attacked by fuck dumbass mosquitoes. I finally get under it. I'm like, that was a close one, dude. What would I do? I'd have to call someone. I'm not calling 911. I'm gonna call my next door neighbor or one of my close friends and be like, hey, dude, this sounds crazy. I'm stuck in my garage. I'm running out of oxygen. I need help. <laughs> but getting stuck in there would be really embarrassing. It'd be like those guys. Uh, I feel like I feel like I definitely saw recently on Reddit or maybe it was on Instagram. Some chick that <laughs> don't turn this into porn. Some chick got stuck inside a washing machine. And you think to yourself, why did she get in the washing machine? It might have been a streamer. Maybe she's like, oh, if you donate 20 bucks, I'll climb in my washing machine. They climb in there. And then they realize they can't get out. Humans, dude. You know what? Sometimes you set like a... Have you guys ever had those fly traps or like a hornet traps, wasp traps, where they fly in and they can't get out? And you look at them and you go, <laughs> dumb fucking insect. What a stupid animal. Get stuck in something. What a fucking idiot. Turns out... Turns out humans get stuck in shit all the time. And, and oftentimes they get stuck in shit they should have never went in. I was watching a video the other day on people climbing in caves. They're climbing in caves. And when you picture a cave, you, you picture a big, giant cave. Oh, no. This cave was this big. It was, it was almost big enough for my dick to fit in. And these two fucking dudes with bulimia are fucking climbing through this tiny fucking cave. And you think to yourself, well, what happens when they get to the end? Is there a cool cavern with a waterfall? No. There is no end. It just gets too skinny. And they can't go any further. They just crawl, 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 get stuck. And then crawl backwards, and then that was that was the fun day. 
Hooray! I waste of my time. Waste of my time. What else has been going on? Mosquitoes, man. We watched a little uh, a little show, a little news article about mosquitoes, and it turns out the mosquitoes here in Las Vegas are different than the mosquitoes in the world. Maybe they're not that different, but our mosquitoes are smaller, and they can survive longer than your average mosquito. The the sun is coming out um, every day. It gets hot. The mosquitoes can survive. At night, it gets cold. They still survive. Do they need a lot of water? Turns out the news said the mosquitoes don't need that much water. They only need a little bit of water. They said they only need like, what, a quarter inch of water and they can lay their eggs. And they're biting the fuck out of me. And I've lived in Las Vegas for my entire life. And I've never, let's say, let's say maybe I've gotten in my, for real, in my entire life, whole life, probably been bit by a mosquito 15 times in my whole life. This year, I've probably been bit by a mosquito 200 times. And I, I don't I don't want to get malaria. I just saw 700,000 people die every year. But I'm getting fucking sick of these things. I got I got bug spray from Amazon. And, and obviously, I know you're supposed to spray it on your body. Oh, I just I sprayed it on my door. I sprayed it on my workout equipment. I sprayed it on the garage. I sprayed it around on the spring. The spring that I was trying to replace. I'm like, you know, I'm fucking trying to get this spring to go. All I see, mosquitoes are climbing all over me. Spray the spring, dude. I'm spraying everything with a mosquito spray. So is it going to work? I don't know if it's going to work, but it's uh, it's all I got. God damn it. All right, podcast's almost over. I cannot wait to go shoot some guns. I've been watching this show on Netflix called Wrestlers. Now, I was a big wrestling fan up until about 14. When I discovered skateboarding, I stopped caring about wrestling. Professional wrestling is what I mean. You know, Rey Mysterio Jr., people doing flips, right? Mankind, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. You know, I can't name any current wrestlers because I don't fucking watch wrestling. John Cena, I guess. So if you're a casual, even a casual wrestling fan, I think you would like the Netflix show Wrestlers. It uh, it talks a lot about some of the really famous wrestlers, but then it's it's also a documentary about this small wrestling like league or company that's going bankrupt, but they're doing everything in their power to bring it back. And they're like recruiting star power from these other big wrestling brands. And then it also shows how how important storyline is to wrestling. Like for me, storyline wasn't a big deal. I understand now why it's important for the big picture. But for me, wrestling was all about I want to see these guys do flips. I want to see someone get hit by a chair. I want to see a table break. And I want to see a flip. I really don't care who got who pregnant and who's getting fucking custody of Dominic. I don't really care. Just do more flips. But now... After watching the Netflix show Wrestlers, I have a newfound appreciation for for why the story is important. Also, I have a newfound disrespect for people who uh, who don't follow like the the rules, right? And I don't really know how to explain that without spoiling some of the show. But if you are a casual pro wrestling fan, highly recommend checking out the Netflix show Wrestlers. Now, that's all I have for the podcast today. Can I get a oh, hell, yeah. I had to close the chat room. People were getting kind of goofy today. We had to close the chat room. It's up to you guys, right? If things are going good, they're going good. If you guys want them to go bad, we close the fucking chat room, okay? I don't have time. I don't have time today. I got to go shoot some guns. I got to go shoot some shotguns, some 9 millimeters, some 22 long rifle, some 5.56, five, some 223. I got to go shoot some 308. 
I'd go shoot some some cum into some chick afterwards, hopefully, if the if the shooting goes well. So I'm gonna go ahead and just get the fuck out of here. Shout out to Gaijus, Day Day, Golden Irie, Had83, NFT, Day Day, Fondle, Meatball, Late Bloomer, Day Day, Anthony W Stams. I appreciate all of you guys for hanging out. Please tell a friend about the podcast. Also, extra big thank you to Gaijus for donating five dollars. I guess uh I guess here's what it is. If I make you guys laugh, if I make your Fridays or Sundays, a little more fun, feel free to donate $2 as a tip, as a token of your appreciation. Some people go to Subway, and they say, hey, I like that work Jared's doing with them kids. Here's $2, and you're tipping the business because you appreciate what they're doing. I would hope that I am actually a better person than child-molesting-ass Jared for you to give me $2 when, when you probably still tip at Subway. I'm just saying, I feel like I deserve it more than some of these fast food chains that you may or may not be tipping to. So feel free to donate. If you don't have any money, tell a friend about the podcast so the podcast can one day grow and flourish. If you tuned in late, don't worry. The repeat of the podcast comes out on Sunday on iTunes, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. I hope you guys all have a great weekend. And as I always say, don't drink too much. And don't drink too little. Watch wrestlers and uh, watch watch out for your garage doors. It's it's a scary it, it's scary. Be careful out there.